0: I'll just say here, you know, if you're caught with an ounce of cocaine, the chances are good you're going to go to jail. If it happens repeatedly, you may go to jail for the rest of your life. But evidently, if you launder nearly a billion dollars for drug cartels and violate our international sanctions, your company pays a fine and you go home and sleep in your own bed at night. Every single individual associated with this, and I just I think that's fundamentally wrong. Gold, solid gold, vaporizer. Oh, and they let me take my vape to rehab, so I'll be vaping it up in there. I'm going to have to tone it down, but I wonder if I can get Keefy Coffee. And You know, Keefy Coffee is not that bad, even on the outs. Usually spread and shit like that on you know in jail, it's not on the outs. You're like ugh, but inside you're like oh so good. But on the uh, on the outs I'm like ugh. <laughs> but Kivi coffee, throw that some in your Starbucks, spike it up. That's some good shit, man. Anyway, uh, this episode, well, basically long story short, I had read one of our first emails uh you know round of applause round of applause yes thank you thank you troy shout outs troy our first fan email you know i uh, to the listeners out there um i have to say i've said not squad podcast at gmail dot com i a good uh, uh, enough times for us to get some emails. what's What gives? What's, well, guess what? Troy came through. And you don't have to worry. You know, stretch your little typing fingers another day. Because I have a recording of me reading this email. Uh, warning. Not necessarily a trigger warning. Wild ADHD warning. I get heavily ADHD in uh, this... Uh, recording of me reading this email, but hey, I thought it was worth including, so whatever. This episode is just an hour of me fucking reading an email and then having a couple rants. But I thought first, I might as well hit you with a story before I get into this wild ADHD rant. So here's a dope or an awesome story to tell you before I get into the rants on the email. Alright? Is that good? It's a jail story. So, this is when... Let's just get right into it. This is a story. Uh, I'm in Twin Towers jail in Los Angeles. Now, if those that don't know in in, in um, Los Angeles, like just downtown Los Angeles, the jail there is called Twin Towers because it's too... Buildings like two towers side by side. Um, so I, this is the reason I'm in jail, it was the whole deal for the dispensary issue. Like, my dispensary had gotten, you know, I'd gotten pulled over twice with a bunch of product, you know, inventory, weed inventory, and like three cell phones with all these text messages to my drivers. Um, you know, uh, and the cops looked at that like, oh, it's like, ooh, we really got a good drug dealer here. And I'm like, dude, it, Prop 215 passed. I mean, I even had the license. I had a copy of all the licensing and paperwork showing I operated under a legal license dispensary, and they weren't having none of it. So then I've been out of court for a year. Finally, I'm like, they agreed. I, I just, I'm so sick of going in and out of court because the district attorney fucking hated me. She was a real piece of work, let me tell you. And that's being nice. Um, But anyway, like, I finally am just... I think I even, even like, during the court process, I even caught a heroin possession charge uh, in Central Coast after I'd moved to Central Coast. It was just bad, man. So it's, you know, it's not looking too good for me. So I finally just agreed to doing, like, 120... I think it was 180 days. They wanted to give me 180 days. Um... You know, long story short, through being a trustee and good behavior and stuff, I had gotten down to like 65. Because the end up also by then the jail was so full they were giving people early kicks. So you know, long story short, I did 65. But um, (laughs) basically, like, you know, while I'm going gearing up to turn myself in, I'm getting strung out on heroin. You know, I'm just, like, fucked off. I'm, like, I'm going to go to jail anyway. Like, oh, my. I'm just, like, all emo. Like, whoa, it was me. <laughs> totally playing the victim at that time. Um, but just getting strung out on heroin. Anyway, um, you know, the first time I tried to go to turn myself in, I'm you know, I'm strung out. But the... <laughs> I guess uh, it was in in Pasadena and the court building had caught on fire or something on one of the floors. So it was closed that day. So then I'm like, oh, cool. I have another. It was like, you know, rescheduled for a week. I'm like, I have another week of free time. So then I get strung out for, you know, the whole week. And um, I go gear up to turn myself in. Now we're, you know, we're driving down. You know, I'm getting a ride down there. My parents are driving me down there. I'm high. Um, We get a hotel room the night before court. And, uh, you know, my parents are like, you know, I get my own hotel, own, I, you know, buy my own hotel room and they get their own hotel room and they're like, don't go out anywhere. And I'm like, all right, I won't go anywhere. And then as soon as 10 o'clock, cause I had already hit up my, you know, my, my plug down there, stoner Steve. And, um, you know, we, uh, he was already gearing up and, uh, he, he had like, I guess got, you know, spotted me for like a half gram of black. Um, or I, I think at the very least that maybe some coke, like a 20 bag of Coke. Um, you know, doing speedballs. But uh, he, uh, he had, uh he'd he spotted me, and he's like, yeah, come down here. He's like, you for sure got it? I'm like, yeah, for sure. So I'm like, I don't have my own car, because I had gotten a ride. I'm in Pasadena, and I have to go to Skid Row. <laughs> you know, fucking Skid Row of all places. So I fucking sneak out, and I walk down to the fucking uh, gold line on, you know, Lake Metro, and I take the gold line all the way to fucking uh, Union Station, and then take whatever fucking, I mean, I might have taken the gold line pass down to like pass by Koreatown or something. And I get off and I'm walking through Skid Row and it's fucking nighttime, you know, dark, you know, and I got my iPhone and my fucking, you know, my fucking nice headphones and I'm not giving it, I'm dude, I got, well, I, I was packing a knife, you know, but you know, usually Skid Row, like you can, you know, as long as you keep, you know, keep alert and you have a presence where you're like, you know, you know like you're prepared if anyone runs up on you usually people sense that energy and they you don't know, fuck with you and usually if you're buying drugs you know the dealers are gonna look out and fucking hook you up but um i already had my plug so i meet up with steve and i go in and i do i do a quick ish and then he walks me down the union station i'm like yeah i'm going to jail buddy and he's like all right yeah and so he you know, gives me a hug and a fist bump and we i go all the way back up to my Uh, Hotel. I buy some scratchers. I'm getting all speedballed out doing scratchers. And then the next morning, you know, I do the last bit of my ish, turn myself in, peace out to my family. And I go down into, um, you know, underneath the courthouse underground, there's this, uh, you know, holding tank for, you know, people who are gearing up to go to jail. So you know, that tank loads up with a bunch of people and a lot of them all are all either hung over or dope sick too. So we're just like sitting there and I'm just like, I'm not sick yet. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, I wait at the very end of the day, just waiting down there all day. They finally like, you know, double chain us partners and we get into this giant bus and, um, uh, I'll never forget it because the girls had, there was a cage, uh, and for the back and all the girls were back there and, uh, I'll never fucking forget this, but, um, this fucking, <laughs> this girl, she fucking takes her finger and she sticks it inside of herself in front of everybody. And then she sticks the finger through the holes of the graded, like f- uh, gate. And this fucking one dude, <laughs> he fucking <laughs> just goes up and starts sucking and licking on the fingers right there in front of everyone. And I was like, this is so disgusting (laughs) that's my fucking interest in jail yeah that was very graphic trigger warning post i'm sorry so anyway we drive and we get all the way we drive all the way to towers and we get in and we have to do this whole intake process and it's this whole fucking shit and i'm gearing up waiting for the sickness to come and uh you know, they and they're, they're, everyone's like, don't do medical because if you do medical, it's going to take another four, six, eight hours maybe. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just trying to get housed, dude, and get, you know, my bunk and just get some sleep, you know, before I get sick. So, you know, they make us all take a fucking quick shower and shit, and then uh they fucking dress us out. And then I'm in another holding tank. The fucking holding tanks are the worst because there's no TV, and you're just sitting there, and it's uncomfortable, And you have no pillow, you have no nothing, and it's cold, you know. And someone usually steals the one roll of toilet paper as a pillow. So if you don't have a pillow, it's just so fucked, dude. So I'm waiting there forever. and Finally, they bring us up, and they search us out. They make us spread our buttholes all, we're all, like, a row of us are just all on fucking all fours like a dog with our buttholes spread side by side coughing. It was just disgusting. It was, ugh finally i get housed and i'm in twin towers and i do you know i'm doing my sense and the first week first seven to ten days i'm dope sick and you know in in la county jail it's heavily really high politics so it's race segregated so i think i had my weird little stash and someone was like are you they asked me if i you know there's four races i mean this may sound racist Um, to anyone who's never been jailed, but it's like this politics system has been going on for hundreds of years. So it's like, it's, it's been around before I was born and it's the way it is. So it's like, you kind of have to follow the politics of what goes on in those, in those pods, as they say, and you have to follow the rules enough, you know, in front of the corrections officers or get away with enough for, you know. Your crew, as they say, um, without them getting, without the corrections officers noticing, so you don't get an add charge because add charges uh days on your, you know, your sentence. So, um, you know, I'd never really done heavy, heavy time um, uh, with heavy politics until up until this point, and I'm dope. It's fi- finally, I'm like, I'm not quite dope sick when I get in, but I'm dope sick, and uh, you know. It's heavily race segregated, so they are like, they didn't even know what race I was at first, or not, the people in front of the door of the pod. But finally, I'm like, I'm white, and they're like, oh, okay, go upstairs to the woods. The woods, or the whites, or short, uh, woods is short for wood, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, I'm in the woods, and, you know, the basic, you know, one-on-one politics is uh, race segregated. Each race has what's called a rep a rep is the leader of that race and then the rep has a right and left hand man and they hand down all these politics and you know the rules of that pod for the jail and um blah 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 so my rep is like yeah are you dope sick and i'm like oh, i'm pretty i'm like pretty yeah i am and i'm gearing up to be and at first i wasn't even housing this pod i guess they pulled me out of the basic pod and they asked if I wanted to be a trustee. And I was so dope sick. I was like, I don't know. I'm do- dope sick. And they're like, they're like, dude, you, the correct officer, you want to be a trustee, you'll get time taken off your, you know, you'll get added time taken off your sentence. So I was like, all right, fine. So I did. And then that's how I got moved up. And yeah, rep was like, are you sick? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, first week, just, you know, sweat it out, you know, and then, you know, we'll get you on a, uh, on a job, a trustee job. Anyway, I worked my way up you know, after I get, you know, sweated out, long story short, because I could tell a million jail stories, but I it out the first week, I'm getting better. And I finally work a few jobs here and there, you know, um, to feel out which job I kind of wanted. And somehow, you know, the one of the, the reps, right hand man was this juggalo rapper, this rapper, aspiring rapper, but he was a juggalo and his name was Chris. He was quite a character. And he's like, Yeah, do fifth floor cleanup with me, you know, because um, we clean out all the cells where they fucking hand out the most meds. So we'll find all these pills, these drugs. And, you know, we get to pop all these pills, get all high. And, and what was good about fifth floor cleanup was also. Instead of getting the regular uh, dinner trays, we would get what's called they were either they called ODRs or I think they were called IDRs, which were called inmate dining rations, and they were it was better food and it was more food, and you know LA County Jail's food normally for the you know general population was horrible, so you would have to buy bottles of Tapatio and commissary and just douse it. Or use the packets, the soup packets, to to give it flavor because they didn't use seasoning. It was bland. It was fucking disgusting. It sometimes it fucking hit your gut hard and you'd be shitting like just violently. The L.A. County Jail's food was horrible. So I was like, fuck yeah, I want fifth floor cleanup as my trustee job because not only do I get the IDRs, which is better food, like they serve you a whole different type of dinner tray, and it's fucking good. It's like bomb, and there's and sometimes you get two trays, so for doing fifth floor cleanup, plus, you know, me and Chris would be cleaning out these cells, and we'd find all these pills. We'd find vivance I we've got Percocet a couple times and got fucked up off Percocet. We'd get. Uh, all, I mean, I could talk about all these different pills, but we got, uh, you know, we found Xanax, we found like, uh, uh, f- uh, one time I found like these 30 Benadryls and, uh, my, and I, I would always get Seroquils from these cells and feed them to my rep because he loved Seroquils, like the leader of our race. He was this big ass fucker. I think it was called Jacob, but you see in LA County jail, everyone had a handle, which is like an, an, a nickname. So they'd be like, yo, what's up, bro? My name's Havoc. Or what's up, bro? My name's fucking Chaos. <laughs> it was like a my it was like a MySpace. You know, you had a weird fucking, uh, my name's fucking, uh, I don't know. And I, I wasn't about that. I was just like, I am I'm, I'm I, I guess I was called Half Sack. I think that's where I used, got have called Half Sack the most. I was like, yeah, I'm Half Sack. <laughs> I didn't need to be hard, you know, because I, I, I ran the politics very well. The You know, as long as you basically, if you're in jail and you're, you're, part, you're race segregated and you're down, you know, you're hanging out with your race. Most of the rules is basically simple. You don't fucking lie. You don't snitch. You don't steal. And you don't blatantly disrespect someone for no reason. And then, you know, you usually like talk to your rep about shit that's going on, you know, like. If someone disrespects you like because the thing is about our pod um, was we had the most out of like because the basic way of the towers is there's um the way they number it was I think it was like 272C pod, which basically means like the first number is like. A one or a two which basically means which tower one or two and then the seven was like what floor on the tower and then the other two was which wing of the fucking tower it's on and then C was like there's pods all the way connected A through F or so like A's pod, B pod, C pod so um, our pod there's a lot of shit going down and first of all there's a, the most drugs if any of the drugs they're going to our pod we were the party pod Plus, um, there's two floors on this pod and, um, the woods and the Southsiders are on the second floor and the woods and the Southsiders had an alliance. Not only that, but our, the Southsiders, all the top, like key members were in that housed in that pod. So all the shot calls were coming out of that pod too. So that pod was, our pod was known as, as the white house. And eventually the Southsiders got broken up and put in different various parts of the fucking jail, separated, almost like in uh, Blood In, Blood Out. It was crazy. So we had lines with the Southsiders, and the woods were, and the Southsiders were cool, and, you know, so no one fucked with us, and I was, like, you know, pretty much protected because I was, like, you know, following the rules, and I had a lot of commissaries, so I'd be feeding my reps Quills. I'd be fucking, you know, you know, I'd had fucking mad, you know, store and uh, people, all the, anyone who had pills or drugs in the pod would come to me and be like, you know, I got this, you know, what do you want to trade for it? And I got you to know, trade, what, kefi Coffee or whatever store I had, you know. Uh, like, there's, I could get into all the commissary shit, but that's another day, another time. But I'd be tra- trading commissary for... All the, we. I mean, I did meth three times in that jail. I did fuck. I smoked weed like three or four times in that jail. We smoked tobacco all the time, Uh, you know. I almost did acid in that jail. (laughs) Uh, Crack, smoked crack in the jail. Fuck, I mean. But fifth floor cleanup was all about pills. So I'd be getting just. Like you know, muscle relaxers. I'd be getting these weird mood stabilizers. I lo I like these Depakotes. Like, I have these this one dude with this dude with dreads down to his ass. He would slide me at one Depakote and one muscle relaxer every time I worked fifth floor cleanup, and fucking uh, all I had to do was go down to the the back you know, the back of the jail, uh, behind the pods and get open the fucking refrigerator, grab a sack lunch, and either put it in front of his door or if the tray was open, slide it in his tray. Cause they, if it was in front of his door, they'd eventually give it to him and he'd give me a, you know, I just, it's, I'd be fucking swerved all day, but we were also bringing pills back to the fucking pod, which was hard to do because they would search us out every time we went out back and forth between our jobs. So I think, I don't think they searched us when we went in, but every time we left, either before we left um, or after we got back to our, you know, before we got back to our pod right outside our pod, they'd search us out and make us strip down, you know, shake out our clothes. And, you know, do it. usually they didn't do us that thorough of a search, though, because we were sneaking pills all the way back in, you know. I mean, and I fucking talked about the process on the last episode with my ex. But, you know, we'd have, fifth floor cleanup, you'd have all these chemicals and you'd be, I mean... The only downfall about Fifth Word Cleanup also was you um, had to clean... I've never cleaned up more human shit in my whole life. And we. I'll get into all that human shit fucking stories later. But... Because <clears throat> I've never seen... I saw people eat their own shit. I saw dudes smear shit on their face. I saw dudes take the fucking turd and write on every inch of their fucking wall of their fucking cell with poop like it was a fucking marker but like I said another day another time so that was the downfall but they were all these people were insane but also heavily medicated on all these different drugs so yeah a lot of pills and uh, you know we'd have these pl- boxes of plastic gloves and we just throw all our pills in the little fingers of the glove knot tie them in a knot and tear the the fingers off. And then we do that twice double bag it. And at first me and Chris, my juggalo fucking right hand man of my, of the woods, we were, he was like, yeah, just cheek it, man. (laughs) Because they usually wouldn't search or make us spread our buttholes every now and then they'd make us spread our buttholes. But, uh, for the most part, yeah, no spreading of the buttholes. So, um, yeah, we would just cheek it. And so it's not in your butt. But it's just in the cheeks, and you pinch your cheeks tight. tight. And usually they just make you... um, They don't even make you take... They wouldn't make us take off our boxers, but they'd make us take off our pants, turn them, hold them upside down, and shake them. So if anything were in the pockets, they'd fall out. And, you know, take off all our other shirts and stuff. uh, Wring our socks out. All that shit. So we would just cheek it and get all these pills back in. And eventually, I didn't even have to cheek it because I got uh, this other white dude... He worked in, like, I don't know, the, the whole, like, the shoe, as they call it, you know, and he snuck back tape. He, he had wrapped tape, this blue tape, around a bookmark and snuck it back to me, and I traded him a couple soups for it so I would have this tape, and I would just tape all the pills in the finger bags on the in the crotch of my pants, you know, so when it I'd wring out my pants during search out it nothing would fall out because it was taped in there, so I didn't even have to cheek it after a while. So it was butt, butt uh, butt tainted f- less, f- butt free. It was butt free. So anyway, I'm fucking starting to hustle now. I have all these pills and I'm slanging them for fucking soups and coffee. I'm fucking, and then I'm getting people like you know some of the uh. Like other, like Hispanics uh, had like how these hustles where they'd make all these dope necklaces and I would, uh, you know, buy all this jailhouse jewelry with like cross necklaces and I, I, in commissary, I got like those brand new like basketball shorts, you know, and then I had like the headband of the sock because we would take a sock. And we'd literally like stick the comb in it. So it was like, you know, those things you wear at night that cover your eyes because some of the lights are on it, you know, when uh, I'm lights out when you're sleeping. So you'd cover your eyes with it. So you could like get some actually like shut eye. And we'd, I'd have that as a headband. Like, and I had like, all, I would like trade commissary with the guys who worked in laundry for brand new, like uh, green trusty inmate, like, like clothes. So I had like, Perfect, like, tailored, like, inmate clothes. Brandly new, pressed. I was, like, balling in fucking jail. Balling. And I had this huge mountain of pills, right? Uh, Fuck, dude. I can't even list. I can't even remember. I had just so many pills. I had a shit ton of Seroquils, which is, like, the number one, like, traded, fucking pill currency in jail. So I had Seroquils. I had Cyprexas. I had fucking booze bars, I had these little things called green monsters, I know I guess green monsters on the outs are like 80 milligram oxies, but these were like these boot green monster sleeping pills, so I had all these downers, I had Vivants, which is like, you know, Adderall speed, I had fucking the Depakotes, I had these muscle relaxers, I had like Vicodins, I had these fucking like pain, like jailhouse painkillers, Xanax. Oh, I had so so I had this giant mountain of pills, and you know when they do pill call, they had these paper cups that the pills would come in. So I just stuffed all these pills in those little paper cup things, those like almost square, almost squ- like t- rectangle, or like kind of pyramid shaped paper cup things. I and then I cut a hole in my fucking mat, my my uh, my mattress. And I stuffed it way down in there. So I have this huge pill collection. Slaying pills. Doing pills. Popping pills. Just getting high. And then doing all the jail, other jail drugs. Like the real drugs. You know, like when we do math And play fucking rummy all night. You know, I was partying. I like to do so many drugs in fucking jail. So many drugs. And like, yeah, smoking tobacco. like, And I was sneaking back this, you know, the trustee job. We had all these chemicals uh, to clean out the cell. Like we had one called Turbo Kill, which killed hepatitis C and HIV on the spot. So if there was like all this blood or shit, you know, we'd spray, spray Turbo Kill on it. So if there was like, you know, hep C or, you know, HIV from whoever, you know, we'd kill it on the spot. But then we had this other chemical. It was called Tropical Fresh, which was like an enzyme. And it got rid of, it ate away and got rid of all the bad smelling odors, like the poo smelling odors. And the correctional officers ordered, always ordered a lot of that because they were like, oh, it smells like shit in here. Spray all that tropical fresh. And I would smuggle that back into the cell, to the pod where we were housed. So when we would smoke weed or smoke tobacco, we'd spray that and get rid of the smoking smell. So we were, we were, we were, and we we're getting away with everything that ugh, at the time. So, I mean, the correction officers kind of knew, but and there was only one really one correction officer that was on our ass. So we, if he was on duty, we'd have to watch our shit. But for the most part, you know, the correction officers in that jail were getting away with shit too. They were like, you know. Fucking inmates and fucking other fucking correctional officers and their little fucking, you know, control tower thing. It was just like, dude. So, th- shit was popping off in that jail. So anyway, long story short, what the what ends up ends up happening, at, you know, uh, is we get raided. But what happened? what the reasoning behind. Because we had gotten our door or pod raided, like, you know, several times when I'm, I'm doing my sentence. But the reason behind this raid was because of a snitch. And there was this white dude in the woods at the time in our pod with us. And he's just a piece of fucking work, man. First of all he had come over from wayside and wayside is like if you get kicked out of your trustee job they'll send you to wayside which is the way worse fucking way worse jail in LA it's like way heavier politics it's almost like prison and if you get if you fucking break any of the rules you're going to get the shit beat out of you uh, people would tell me stories about wayside where they saw people get beat up and their eyeball fucking pops out of their socket like just crazy shit so He had come from Wayside and he had almost gotten killed over there because he had a tattoo of, um, what's that NBA tattoo where Michael Jordan is like doing the air dunk? He got that tattooed on his arm and, you know, the woods over on Wayside are like heavy racist skinhead, like, you know, that, you that, you know, saying racist shit, trying to beat the shit out of him. And he somehow gets transferred here. But, you know, whatever, that's not his fault. I mean, whatever, you know, I'm not holding that against him, but um, that just had what the situation that had happened. You know, he had almost got his ass kicked over a tattoo. <laughs> that's how serious it was at Wayside. But the reason he was a piece of work is because he would do these deals with uh, between us and between other races and... Um, he wouldn't come through with his end, so he'd end up ripping off or screwing over the other person because he his integrity was shit. So he was building a bad reputation around between a lot of people and causing a lot of fucking drama and fucking unneeded fucking shit. <clears throat> and so, you know, our rep is trying to think about how to deal with this shit because he had given him warnings, and there's this whole punishment system in, uh, um... in, uh in jail uh you know usually your first week you get off with a warning because you don't know the rules and you know whatever but after that you get what's called uh broken off if you if you fucking break a rule that requires you getting punished that you would get broken off and broken off is like there's a a 250 a 500 and a thousand break off and when you're broken off it's like 250 burpees or 250 push-ups or 500 per- burpees or 500 push-ups. And then the most severe break-off is 1,000 burpees or push-ups, right? But if you require a level of punishment beyond a break-off, you will get what's referred as a boobop. And boo-bopping is uh, three... Like, let's say the rep for me, the Woods, was going to boobop me. For doing something bad. It would be three dudes from my race, the woods, jumping me for either a hard 40, a hard 24 or a hard 48. So a hard 24 is 24 seconds of them beating me up or a hard 48 is 48 full seconds of them beating me up. And the way they get away with boobopping someone is that there are three counts, head counts, throughout the day. So there's a morning where they count all the inmates and make sure they're there. So there's a morning head count, uh, you know, a lunchtime head count, kind of. And then there's the head count after dinner, after, you know, dinner chow at the end of the day. So what they do is the correctional officers go from each pod and they do a head count and then they move on to the next one. Um, Usually the last head count they do, uh, they make all the inmates line up on the top row against the railing, and then fill up the spider tables, and then do a line so the uh, correctional officer can count really quick. But by doing so, when they line up side by side on the railing, they do what's called creating a wall. So you know the people in the control tower see this wall of inmates, but they they also cannot see behind this giant wall of inmates. So usually what happens if someone's getting boobopped, the reps, all the reps will be notified and they'll tell everybody, okay, at the, you know, head the last head count of the day, uh, keep the wall up. Someone's getting boo-bopped, you know. And so, usually after, you know, they'll do the head, the correction officers do the head count. And then they will leave and walk over to the next pod. Immediately after that door closes, the boo-bopping will commence and you'll keep the fucking wall for either 24 or 48 seconds. And you know, I will be like I would form a wall. I, I, there was like there was like a, at least several to a dozen boobops when I was there, and I would just make a wall. And the rule is also if you're part of the wall, if you're an inmate that makes up the wall, you are not allowed to look back and watch the boobopping commence. If you do if you are a cop, looking back and watching the boobop, you're broken off for 500. Uh, burpees or push-ups, right? <laughs> I know this is so technical and complex and like s- detailed and specific, but you just would have to know that you know know this because this is what happens in jail. And the another rule is if you're getting boo bopped, um, if you don't fight back, the three people jumping you can only hit you with body shots. But if you do fight back and throw swing and throw uh, throw punches and throw blows then they can hit you in the face, right? So you don't have, it's like, you don't have to fight back. But if you do, you know, deep down, you're more respected by your rep, you know, for, 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 you know, you know, being, you know, showing you got heart. So, you know, you know, I would just usually always be making a wall and then, um, I would just hear th- like three fucking pairs of fists just hitting a body like, boop 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 boop, you know, oh oh oh, and then you know everyone would say, all right, it's done, and then you you know you you can turn around and go about your business, and never had a correction officer ran in and busted us for a boobop because we were fucking clean and fast with it, and he, they probably secretly knew, but you know whatever. Anyway, um, so. This inmate with the tattoo, he's doing all these deals and he's fucking not fucking coming through with his end of like deals and ripping people off. And, you know, we're getting sick of it. He's gotten broken off a bunch of times. And the final straw is he he's on one of his trustee jobs and one uh, a person who had worked a trustee shift before him from like another pod on our floor had left some of his commissary there for the next day. He didn't want to leave it at the pod. You know, for whatever reason, maybe someone was stealing his shit on his pod or whatever, and he kept it there. Thought it was safer. So this guy from our race comes in the shift after. He steals a giant box of cookies, which is commissary, from one another race, and then he gives it to another race other than the woods so he steals from one race and gives it to another race probably eat some of it um, and it you know it's we somewhat like you know we it, we find out this the you know the other races notified us or notified our rep and it was like, that's the last straw. You don't do that. I mean, you know, when if you've never been to jail before, that sounds like, okay, it's a box of cookies. But a box of cookies in jail can mean a lot of, um. that's currency. That's like stealing money from somebody. And you don't steal anything anyway. Like, if you got caught stealing in jail, you got boobopped hard. You got the shit kicked out of you. And there's only one form of punishment above a boobop, and that's called a smash out. And I never saw Smash Out, but you know, Smash Out is like not even like there's no order. No, it's probably like there's a race riot bot about to bust off, but like it's like you're getting the shit kicked out of you, and you're having your fucking mat thrown to the fucking uh, front of the door of the pod, and you're getting in your you're gonna get you're they're, you're making the person roll themselves out of the pod and go somewhere else. You know, um, and you and like the, there's no order. It's just it's like you're getting beat up hard, bad, very bad. No 48 seconds, no 24 seconds. Smash out is like we're gonna fuck you up as long as you need to get. We feel you need to get fucked up. And I never saw Smash Out, but Boobops and many of them. So this guy steals from one race and gives it to another race, and the word gets back to our, our rep and. Uh, I think by then I had almost worked my way up to right-hand man or left-hand man, you know. Like, you know, uh, I was close. I mean, I proved myself to be loyal. I'm fucking trustworthy. I pay off my debts. You know, I do deals uh, and have a good integrity. I don't fucking leave, you know, I don't rip people off, you know. And people are cool. Well, I'm like, everyone's cool with me for the most part. Um, And, you know, people got my back. So I'm... Which is weird because I'm just this weird little fucking junky white kid who'd never been to jail before. I picked up the politics so well. It was so funny. Anyway, rep is or a race or the woods is trying to figure out what to do, right? <laughs> to hand down punishment. And he's this this guy he's gotten broken off. We'll call him Jordan. <laughs> just because he had the Michael Jordan fucking air NBA air dunk tattooed. He's we're like we're we're gonna have to boobop him, you know. We're gonna have to boobop this fucking kid. (laughs) There's no no ifs ands or buts about it. So we're like, all right, we're gonna have to boobop him like tomorrow or something, or like whenever like we can't or like you know because we have to hit our rep has to check out, talk with the other reps from the other races and be like, we need to do this boobop and then you know they all collaborate, the rep from each race all you know agree on a day that's safe and you know good to do the boobop. So we had set it up for like a few days, like on a Friday. And it's Wednesday. (laughs) And so, I don't know, like, the fucking, this dude, Jordan, he's getting paranoid because he knows he fucked up. You don't steal in jail. You just don't steal in jail. You're going to get your fucking ass kicked if you steal and get caught stealing from either, anybody, from another race. Because for the most part, our politics were, to not do anything to cause a race riot or any tension between the races or between the fucking people within the race because we had so many drugs and so much contraband going in and out of this pod. We didn't want to get any fucking shit to pop off to alert the correction officers so we get raided. That's the main thing because we, I mean, I had shit tons of drugs. I had a fucking toothbrush. Like, I didn't even, I had a toothbrush from the outs, like a Colgate toothbrush. You know how rare that is in jail? Like, like the jailhouse toothbrushes, the ones that are, like, three inches. Yeah, fuck that shit. I had a fucking, bam, nice-ass toothbrush from the outs. I had, like, cool shit. Like, oh, my God, all the fucking necklaces and shit. I had necklaces with crosses on them. I had a fucking ring. That Someone made me a ring, and I had... (laughs) This is so funny. I have to tell the story. I had a ring, and it, and they, ha- I had the guy put um, my my, well my on and off again uh, again girlfriend at the time, uh, Carla, uh, shout out Carla in Chicago. Think she, hope she's still at the fucking rehab there. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, she. I had him put Carla on the ring, but he spaced out the words or the he spaced out the letters kind of far apart. So when I'd wear the fucking ring, people would look at the ring and they'd be like, Who's Carl? Because <laughs> they didn't see the A on the ring. And they're like, What the fuck? They'd be like, Why the fuck? That's, that's just what I, they'd go, they'd make fun and grill me about. They're like, Why do you have a fucking guy's name? Why do you have Carl Carla as a name on your ring? And I'd be like, No, there's an A there. That's Carla, my girlfriend. And they'd be like, Whatever, Carl. Anyway, I thought that was a funny little side story. But anyway, so we're getting ready to boobop this guy, but we're, <laughs> word is getting around, right? Somehow, people are talking, and he or either he's hearing word get around, or someone tells him, yeah, you're going to get boobopped, or he's just paranoid because he knows he stole. And, you know, people get their ass kicked to steal. So uh, one day... You know, or, like, the next day, we're making fucking jailhouse pillows. Uh, for those that don't know, we would fucking steal. Like, if someone got, uh, you know, released, we'd fucking steal their mat real quick, cut it open, and sp- pull the foam out of these mats, and we'd cut them into five small rectangular pieces of foam. You know, one mat could make five jailhouse pillows and we'd fold the foam up really nice in a certain way and we'd put them inside of a, our L.A. County t-shirts and then we'd tie the t-shirts in the knot, special knot, nice little weird little jailhouse technique and you'd have a pillow because if you don't know in L.A. County jail, you don't get pillows. So you're like, it's hard to sleep. I, I don't know about you, but I need a pillow to sleep. I, I risked getting an ad charge for destruction of county property for a jail pillow. Only, it only cost me three soups to get a jailhouse pillow. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's fucking... In jail for three soups? That's good currency. I know this story is long. I'm sorry, but there's just all these politics in jail. If you're never in jail, you wouldn't understand. So I had to explain it, but... um, Anyway, we're making these pillows. Uh, and, you know... You have to use a razor blade, so we would get the razors um, that they'd give us, and we'd put a we'd we'd put them inside of our little face towels, and we'd twist them and break out uh, the the razor blade out of the razors to you know sharpen pencils because we didn't have a pencil sharpener. You know, we used razor blades as a tool, like we'd to make our our fucking you know cut out the foam, you know. To make these uh, jailhouse pillows. And we're doing that. And we have the razor blade out. And this guy's looking. He's like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, super paranoid. Like, dude, we're using this razor to make fucking jail pillows. Why are you fucking pale and white like a ghost and shaking and, like, acting like a little bitch? We're, you know, we're like, what the fuck? Like, we're just making pillows. Why are you so scared? Like, why are you so jumpy? And he's like, oh, no, no reason, no reason. Anyway, this guy ends up working, like, three fucking trustee shifts in a row for some reason he doesn't because you know it keeps him out of our pod and away from us because he's convinced like he's gonna get his ass kicked so <laughs> anyway after three trustee jobs you know which are like what six to eight hour shifts so 8 six, eight sixteen he works a full day 24 hours non-stop working, not sleeping, because <laughs> he's so scared to come back to the pod. Finally, he gets back to the pod, and uh, he's like, you know, still comparing. He's like, so what, what, was someone saying I'm going to get boob up?" Well, I'm, I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if someone's getting boob or not. I'm trying to play dumb, because um, I'm all high on these pills, and uh, my rep, I think his name is Jacob. He's like, yeah, I want to put you on the boob. I was like, yeah, put me on the fucking boobop squad. I'll fuck them up. And I think he had overheard me say that, like, as you know, <clears throat> not like during like dinner chow one night. <laughs> And I was like he's like why did you say that I was like dude I was saying it as a joke dude I was just trying to play dumb but I was like all depocoded out on on muscle relaxes for like days on days and I'm like yeah I'll fuck him up yeah cuz I think he had ripped me off on a deal where he had promised me a vicodin for like giving him some commissary and I did and I never got my vicodin out of it so I that was already pissed cuz this guy owes me a vicodin and I'm, I I want to beat this fucking ass so he's like I'm on the I'm on the, the Boobop squad I want fuck him up, (laughs) and I'm not the biggest dude, but I was, like, I was, like, down to fight, dude, I don't know, I was, I let the jailhouse fucking, you know, charm, like, you know, the the romantic aspects of fucking jail politics, (laughs) just, like, totally, like, you know, I don't know, uh, it just, (laughs) it fucking corrupted me, so, um, this guy's fucking jumpy and he's really really scared that we're um you know he's gonna get his ass kicked. So, you know, basically uh, they open the doors for to let us use these vending machines. Like outside of our pot is this vending machine and for commissary you could buy these little ten or twenty dollar loaded like credit cards that they have little RFID chips that have either ten or twenty dollars loaded on it and you would, you know, wave it in front of these. Either had we had a soda machine and we had a fucking vending machine, and you'd wave it up, and it would, you know, you could like buy shit, you know, buy you could buy bags of coffee out of the vending machine, you could buy fucking, you know, Snicker bars, you could buy all these fucking you know, bags of chips, and you could buy all sodas, and it would like, you know, it would charge off of your little card, and you know, they would every, you know, sometimes throughout the day they would open the doors and let us use them if we had cards and so a lot of people use that as currency also you know to buy drugs and shit but like they also had a hot water thing uh... like a little hot water machine and so if you wanted hot water for your coffee they would let you out and use it that as well so uh... at this particular time during the day they opened up the doors and let us um, you know use those machines and this dude, Jordan, this sketchy idbate who had stolen, he runs out of, immediately runs out. He's like, and he runs out to, uh, of the door and talks to the correctional officers. And he's like, apparently he had to be like, oh dude, I'm not safe. I'm not safe. They're going to beat me up. They're going to beat me up. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. And so they pull him in the fucking back room <clears throat> and he's out there for a long time. And we're like, what the, and, and we are like, where the fuck did, uh, you know, Jordan go? And, uh, they're like, I don't know. He ran out and blah, 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 blah. So we're like, oh dude, he's fucking, he's fucking getting, he's rolling himself out because he's scared. What a little bitch, you know? So, um, he gets rolled out and then we see him cause you know, um, for those that don't know in LA County jail, all the inmate garments, like the inmate uniform, there's different colors to represent different inmates like the high power inmates that are like you know in like you know heavily like in like uh, uh max security there because they, they're like shot callers in the jail they got the red uniforms trustees had the green uniforms and then just like the floaters like just the regular weird inmates that don't have a trustee job and they're just doing time they would wear all blues and usually if they, you know, they would get rolled to wayside. But anyway, we saw him and he's in blue uniform. So then we know he's getting rolled out because he's not wearing our green uniform. We see him on the outside out, like outside the pod, like sitting on the steps, like, you know, like in the back, you know, part of the jail. And he's sitting there and we're staring at him. We're trying to like do hand signals. Like, what the fuck's up? Why are you getting rolled out? And like, blah, blah, blah. Apparently he had fucking, they had, when they pulled him in the back room, they were asking him, questions like who's got where's all the contraband where's all the stuff in in that fucking pod who's got what i want to know who you know and he fucking sung like a canary so not only was he a thief in jail but he's also a snitch in jail so it's like you don't want to be known as a thief or a snitch in jail you're gonna get your fucking ass kicked so and he knew like so he snitched everyone out not just Like me and snitched him out and told him I had pills and where my pills were. He snitched out other people and said this person's got contraband here this person's got contraband there and not only for our race he snitched out people of other races and said where their contraband was. Like he snitched out everyone in our pod. So we didn't know this at the time and we were expecting to get raided just because we know he's a little bitch but we didn't but apparently we were we, you know nothing happened so we're not getting we like we're like what the fuck and my rep for my race is out on a trustee job but he had usually like gotten back around you know 6 7 p.m. it's like 9 10 p.m. and our trust our rep for our races and backets so we're like oh did they fucking roll him up like and roll him out and they'd, like, uh, so, uh, Jordan snitch out our rep to uh, save his ass or something. And now he's getting rolled out for, like, I don't know, like, politicking or, like, conspiring or who knows what they're trying to do. So we think our fucking rep is gone. We're fucking tripping. I'm like, fuck. And I, for one minute, I thought, I better hide my shit. You know, I better fucking hide my fucking drugs. Like, what am I going to do? And, uh... Finally, our rep comes back. I guess he had just worked his trustee job late, right? Um, <laughs> anyway, fucking um, yeah, he fucking does that. He comes back, and we're like, we're like, where were you? Like, and he was like, no, nothing. And he's like, he doesn't know what's going on, so we inform him everything that's going on, and we're like, oh fuck. So usually, you know, even though we have lights out in that county, in L.A. County Jail, Twin Towers, you'd still go to the spider tables and like play cards if you're like not loud, you know, and they'll leave the TV on until like one in the morning and then they turn it off, you know. So even though we actually had lights out, because some people, like in San Luis Obispo County Jail, you have lights out, you have to stay in your bunk, you have to sleep, everything's off, you know. LA County jail like if you even have lights out you can go to play cards as long as you're not loud you know like it was fucking crazy so we're partying it up you know it's lights out technically but it's like 10 p.m. you know the TV's still on we're watching movies I'm partying popping pills you know whatever and you know it's 10 p.m. and we're, I guess we're like all right well I guess you know fucking Jordan's gone and fucking we didn't, I was gonna boobop them, but I didn't have to, and now like we're not getting raided, so we're all good. So right, you know, we're partying all through the night and making jailhouse lean with Kool Aid and fucking Benadryls and you know, smoking tobacco, and uh, I'm all depa coated out on and on muscle relaxers, and uh, I'm actually looking at my pills and uh they're out. I'm laying on it's like 11 it's after it's like just about to hit 12 at night, you know, in our jail. And uh I'm laying on my bunk. I I I got the top bunk of a two man bunk, you know, and it's you know when you when you're uh uh in LA county jail and if you get on a two man bunk and not have to bunk up on a three man bunk, you're balling pretty hard. <laughs> So I'm laying in there, I'm about to fucking get, just about to get some shut eye, you know, and I'm looking at my pills, just like, I would just get high looking at all the different pills I had, a mountain of fucking 12, a dozen different, it's like, I had a dozen different types of pills, but I had multiple pills of those types, so, anyway, all of a sudden the fucking door fucking Burst open. And fucking... We get raided. And every, and the fucking correction officers... They're in fucking SWAT riot gear. They got that fucking... Like... Fucking tear gas. Fucking... Can... Like... Multiple fucking launcher... Grenade launcher thing. And these... Get jumps on the spot. Was like, Everyone get the fuck down. Blah, 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 blah. You know, just going the fuck off. And then all of these cops roll in... And they got all the armor on. And they're just like... Hey, motherfucker. And dude... They knew where everyone everyone's shit was, so I'm fucking scrambling, trying to shove these pills in back in my fucking mat, like all deep as far as I can. And they knew that I fucking had these pills, so they fucking roll up and they're like, "Don't touch anything, keep your hands up." And I'm like, "Oh no, oh god, no!" (laughs) And uh, they fucking make us all immediately leave the cell, our our pod. And they put us in the like, little basketball court area, which they call a yard, but you know, it's, it's really just the fucking side of the fucking tower. And there's like an open great window so you could see out in the city, but you're not outside you're fucking you're in a tower, you know? So they make us sit out there and, uh, fucking, um, but there's actually a great above us. So I guess you could see the sky and parts of our of the tower, but, uh, Yeah, it started raining on us. Um, You know, we're just sitting there getting rained on, and it was someone's birthday, so we were all fucking, you know, in party mode, so we were singing happy birthday to fucking one of the fucking inmates and just being all funny and rowdy. And they fucking, they fucking raided our fucking pod, but they trashed our shit, dude. We got back, and there was just, our shit was fucking all fucking torn up all over on the ground. And we had to like set... Even our store. They went through our fucking bag of store. And you know fucking just threw it all on the ground. And so our store is mixed up with other our other fucking inmates friends. Our side monkeys store. And we had to just clean it all up. And I looked and all my pills. All my fucking pills were stolen. They stole all my pills. My booze bars. My quills, My fucking... You know, my green monsters, everything. I think I had, there was like one green monster that was stepped on and smashed on the ground. And I just went up and ate it. And I was like, God damn it. And I was like, fuck it. And uh, even my fucking Colgate toothbrush, dude. They stole my Colgate toothbrush and I had to go back to using a regular inmate toothbrush, man. Oh, fucking bullshit yeah and that's the story. <laughs> it took an hour to tell that one, but I really think if you've never been to jail, I couldn't just tell that story because like you need to know what boobop getting boobopped is. You need to know the fucking rules and the politics because if you don't know the fucking politics of jail, you're not gonna understand jail stories as well, you know. So I thought this would be a good jail 101 kind of thing and then I could tell that story of how I had the I was the fucking king of fucking jailhouse drugs and, and they got fucking I had to start all over from ground zero. But I got more pills later and we partied. And uh yeah, so anyway, that's the story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> And uh, I hope you guys enjoy that one because I love my jail stories. I think they're awesome, and I'm gonna have to tell. I'm gonna tell some more jail stories. Uh, you know, more often because they're awesome. So with that, uh, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna segue into this email actually, and um, you know, segue into the, the recording where I read the email. Um, because I think I go over it better than I could right now and it's already recorded. So I thought I, you know, it's really just me reading an email. So, um, whatever. But I thought, Hey, if I'm going to have an episode where I'm fucking just ADD ADHD ranting in between me reading a really awesome email and our first email at that shout outs, Troy, uh, I thought I'd get one story in before, so at least I hit you with a good fucking story. At least one in this. And that was a long one, and I hope it was a good one. So, with that, dude, I gotta go and edit the rest of these fucking episodes before I go to rehab. Uh, I love you guys. Um, I don't know what to say. I'll tell you more when I get out of Blackout. But with that, stay safe and stay strong. A peace, a love, all the above. This morning, the pharmaceutical giant, Purdue Pharma, is facing really alarming allegations that it attempted to capitalize the profits off the deadly opioid crisis. According to an unredacted lawsuit, the owners of Purdue pulled in nearly $4 billion.